Hello, New York. Uh, Hey. How are you doing? What's going on? I'm good. I'm waiting for soup to cool, which is always a fun uh, activity that I do in my life. Wait, hold on. I I never get to do this. I never get to do this. You have to let me do this here. Uh, Well, let's just do this, Lori. My name's Joe. This is Lori. We've been friends for over 10 years, and every single week, we call one another, and we catch up. (laughs) Oh, okay. I think I fucked it up anyway. I think I missed a, a whole bunch of... There's a whole bunch of stuff Mike Lawson says there, but I never say yeah. it. Yeah. And then you say, that's what we do, Joe. That's what we do. Every single week, without fail, we never miss a week. Go ahead. Okay. That's what we do, Joe. That's what we do. Every single week, without fail, we catch up. Anyway, you're, you're, now who has soup in the morning, by the way? It's the only thing I have that's like not like uh something I have to like make. You know, like I have a I have like turkey. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to have to like put bread and <laughs> turkey together. It was <laughs> I was really lazy. Wait, what what, I, kind, what what kind of soup is it? It's chicken noodle. Oh, like just like Campbell's chicken noodle soup that you put in a can? Yeah. It's like the hearty one, so it's got like carrots and stuff. It's so funny that you say that because you know what I'm addicted to. Not for mine. A lot of people eat this for monetary reasons. I legitimately enjoy cup of noodles, right? Really? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Love them. And everybody says the same thing to me every time they see that I have like a case of cup of because the case is like five dollars, right? Yeah. When they see the case, they always say the same thing to me. They're like, you know, that's loaded with sodium, and I go. <laughs> Do you do you look at me and think that I'm worried about that or that I that like this is I'm not even joking. This is the healthiest thing I eat today. You know what you should do next time somebody says that is you should just have like you've just come out of a coma and you're like, "Oh my god. What? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I What have I been eating? Oh my god." <laughs> Yeah, oh my god i'm fat away. oh my oh my god oh like it's just like a yeah, yeah like what and then i just like start a, throwing them away literally like a 45 minute thing where you're just like what do, what do i do what do i do well then what? when they when 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 they're talking just like you just have a vacant stare and they go is everything okay like, i'm just still thinking about how much oh sodium goodness. is in that <laughs> cup of noodles anyway you know Lori, i gotta tell you something Hmm. I know you're an avid listener of the show. So you know yeah. that uh, a couple of weeks ago, my friend Sweet Michael and I. I definitely know who that is. You do? No. Oh, yeah. My friend Sweet Michael and I, we went out to Palm Springs. And a friend <clears throat> of mine, he's in the business of owning homes and, and uh, airbnb them out. Okay. okay. Yeah. And so he let us stay in one of his Palm Springs homes. It was a really nice house, really sweet place. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. We had a good time. Everything's good, right? By the way, I want to interrupt the story right here. I want your opinion here. Because you're very sensitive like me. So maybe you're not the person to ask, okay? Okay. But I bought Sweet Michael. Uh, when we were at this Palm Springs house, they Wait, had- what do you mean by sensitive? <laughs> 
I don't know. You know, you're just you're just sensitive. You just what? But like, I don't like. I don't understand. I'm not sensitive though. I'm the opposite of sensitive. Okay, Lori. Um, you, you just little... you just hurt me when you said that. <laughs> okay, anyway, so uh, when we were in the Palm Springs house, there was this puzzle there, a Palm Springs puzzle. And Michael loved it, right? He didn't get to finish it while we were there, but he he was anytime he had a freed moment, he would work on this puzzle. Okay. So I thought it'd be cute for Christmas. I I found the the, the puzzle on Amazon, mm-hmm. and I sent it to him for Christmas. Right. <laughs> well, I have this Alexa app. You ever hear of Alexa? Yeah, I have it. Yeah, I love it. By the way, love it. Yeah. And. You get an alert whenever you order something on Amazon. You get an alert that says your package was delivered. So I get this alert on Saturday and says the package you know that you had was delivered. Oh, nice, Lori. I've not heard from this sweet Michael. He's never said like the package. I'm giving him to after Christmas. Oh, you delivered it to his house. Yeah, I had Amazon ship it to his house. What? Yeah, Amazon. Have you, have you heard of Amazon or anything? Huh. He hasn't texted you? Nope. Nope. Do you know, I would double check and make sure he got the package. That's what I'm saying. But then I don't want to. But look, I already feel like I come off as like a sensitive, uh, uh, high maintenance person anyway. So I don't want to be like, did you get the package? Did you see? Did you see? I got you a gift. Did you see? Did you see? Did you see? Yeah, but lean into it. You know, that's <laughs> that's my new motto for 2019. Lean yeah. into it. So you think I should text him and say like, hey, did you? Did you get your gift that I sent you? Well, yeah, because there's like a certain window of time where, you know, if, if you don't receive the package, you can have it refunded and stuff. But if if you wait, you know, till after Christmas, they're going to be like, well, why'd you wait so late? And then you have to explain to the, the customer service rep, well, I come off as sensitive. <laughs> and I didn't want I didn't want to be like a, a bug. I didn't want to like bug my friend and be like, hey, did you receive my package? And be like, oh, okay. Okay, then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to text him right now. All right, hold on. Yeah, text Hold him. on. Let me get my phone. Hold, please. All right, let's see here. Okay, so I'm going to text Sweet Michael right now. Hey, I sent a package to you. I saw that it was delivered. Oh, how, should I, how should I phrase this? Oh, oh, oh. Haley Sklans in the chat room has a really good suggestion. She says to say... Merry Christmas, which I'm doing right now. By the way, did you? Because I was already trying to over-explain it. I was like, you know, I I got an alert on Alexa. Have you ever heard of Alexa? Did you get my package? Yeah. Hey, I sent you a package, and then I got an alert that said it was delivered, but I haven't heard back from you, and I was just wondering, mm-hmm. just say, did you get it? I went Merry Christmas. By the way, did you get my package? Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Here we go. Okay. So anyway. So we go to this Palm Springs house. We stay there. Whatever. We come back. We have a nice time. It's a swanky place in Palm Springs. I get a message from my friend uh, last week. And it's just, it's a link to an article. That I, that's going to be my news story, actually. I don't know why I just did this as a personal story. Because I just realized this is my news story. This isn't actually, I don't, you know what? I just fucked up. This isn't my personal story. I'm going to move this around. Okay, if you're hearing this, so I'm doing my news story now, then I'll do my personal story later. I'm gonna switch it. Okay. All right, I'll try. And I, make just realized, I just realized. I just realized I fucked that. Whenever your personal life gets mixed up with a news <clears throat> story, 
I hate when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to, you have to re- almost the exact same thing happened. Yeah, to yeah, my yeah. Story. Okay, so I will move this around. But anyway, uh, so anyway, he he sends me uh, a story. So here we go. Uh, so um, here we go, Lori. Uh, Lil Xan just got detained by police days after leaving rehab. You know who this Lil Xan is? Yeah, that's my cousin. <laughs> well, the Lil the Xan stands for Xanax, by the way. The betra- it does. Yeah, the betrayed rapper what? was detained by police just days after announcing he was out of rehab and sober. In November, Lil Xan was admitted to rehab after struggling with opioid addiction. Uh, can we make? Can we like do like a projection? Because I'm honestly, seriously, like, I don't, I mean, I, we'll just do Lil Xan, but in general, the mumble rap, all the face tattoo mumble rap people. Where do you see Lil Xan in, like, I'm gonna hear. I, I want to hear his song here. I, I don't know anything about the Lil Xan here, but that's a good point. Let me, let me put this up. Betrayed is the name of his rap, Lil. All right, here we go. Lil Xan Betrayed. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to play it. See if we can get into this. This is kind of mellow so far, though. Like it's nice. Yeah. Okay. Now, what's mumble rap, by the way? I know it's not old, but what this is this is mumble rap. Oh, you so know, it's like you know who this is. Yeah. Is this, is this the whole thing? Hey. Up, Wait, what? Sight, my Wait, I want to put it louder. Whole squad ran do that shit, yeah. Say I'm a businessman and then my bend damn and I'ma bend it down, then I'ma dig her up and then dig her down. She gon' turn around and I'ma kick her out. She gon' tie that shit but say how you make it up, how you fake the love, holy son, or with the chosen one. I'm sipping out the grass, don't kiss and touch. Keep my wishes well, I don't need a while. Yeah. Okay, wait, 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 hold on for a second. I'm gonna look this up now. I wanna see if they have Lil Xan betrayed lyrics. Oh, yeah. it's I got it. Urban Dictionary says it's a form of music that sounds like a stroke victim trying to deliver a speech. It is all right. Often incomprehensible and illogical. Okay, here okay, so we're gonna replay just the, the lyric part here, but this okay, I'm, I'm gonna read the lyrics first. Let's see if we can hear this out. Okay, here we go. Okay. But according to uh, this lyrics thing, uh Pop the trunk, I open up, I sold my soul for a good price. Oh yeah. Out of sight and my hoe got talent, right? Whole squad ran through that shit. Yikes. Hey, I'm a businessman. I did my business. Damn. But I'm going to bend it down and I'm going to lick her up, then dick her down. What? She's going to turn around. I'm going to. He looks 13. She's going to turn around, then I'm going to kick her out. She's going to say, she's going to talk that shit, but say, how you make it up? How you fake a love? Holy son, I was the chosen one. I'm sipping out the grail. She don't. First of all, who's openly admitting they're an asshole? All of mumble rap. Oh, really? Yeah, they just like that's their whole thing. Okay, let me so now let's go back to the song. So remember, I'm just gonna read the first four lines again. Pop the trunk, I open up. I sold my soul for a good price. Out of sight, and my hoe got talent. Right, whole squad ran through that shit. Yikes! I am a businessman. I did my business. Damn. All right, here we go. Here we go. It sounds really mellow, actually. It sounds like something you could just, like, chill out. Can I just... Here we go, here we go. Wait. 
What about the part with the beat? We're waiting for the guy goes like, hey, 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 Well, I just can I just point out that Haley Sklans Mm -hmm. literally wrote I'll explain mumble rap and SoundCloud rappers to whom and and to us. And I feel like the way that she wrote it, it was like in a sigh the way I go. All right, dad, I'll explain (laughs) iTunes like (laughs) like, it's just like I've never felt so old as in that moment of like, yeah, all right. I'll explain mumble rap. <laughs> from what I gather, from what I've listened to with mumble rap, is uh-huh. that it's like, and I could be totally wrong. Haley's probably typing out a very, uh, a very uh, a much better explanation. Yeah. But um, but from what I can tell is that it's like the your the rapper's voice is like basically part of the song. Oh, okay. Which I know is the case for most, but it's like so the words don't necessarily matter. It's just it does it fit with the song. Yeah. So it's like that's why it's like you can't really hear what they're saying because it's like mostly just like that's like that little pump he has that Gucci Gang song mm-hmm. where it's just like Gucci Gang Gucci Gang Gucci Gang. It's just like basically his th- whole thing is he just says that over and over again. Is, is it is it um is it the modern rap version of like old timey scat from jazz? I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I would like, say probably that's like you know like yeah. that. Yeah, but like scatting, you actually had to like, I don't know. There's like a talent to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Although I think both people are on, both of them are on heroin. So. <laughs> <laughs> scatting and mumble rappers. Oh shit! Oh, I just got a call from Sweet Michael. Ooh, oh, put it on. on. Okay, here we go. Hey, I just want you to know you're on the air because I'm on the air. You're part of a story because I was wondering if you, I was I was anxious about whether you got the package. Are you gonna be doing mumble rapping? No, just like Christmas rapping. Wait, you're now you're young, sweet Michael. Um, do you know what mumble rap is? Mumble rap? No, mumble rap. Oh no, I don't know what that is. Okay, go. Oh, thank God. Okay, thank you. All right, I'll call you later. I'll how call- old is sweet? How old are you, sweet Michael? How sweet, old is he? He can't hear you, Lori. He's, how old is he? He's twenty-five. Okay, well, so that's not necessarily like too young. Mm-hmm. Like, that's your version of young. <laughs> but I would figure a 25-year-old would know what mumble rap is, don't you think? Or that's, that's like... Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, the point is, here we go. Lil Zan posted a video on Instagram which showed him and his friends being uh, approached by a police officer. In the video, Zan asked the officer if he's being detained, and the cop, whose face you can't see, replies, we're just asking... You know, I actually have the video right here. Let's play it. Here we go. What is happening, what you are seeing, is I'm being, like, I'm not being detained, actually. Where am I being detained? Yeah. Also, this yeah, is a I'm white detained, man. Basically. Yeah, he's white. <laughs> I, he didn't want to say it. I'm being detained for playing loud music at my Airbnb. Just playing music called loud music, that's it. That's not, that's not. gotta, like, play it lower, huh? Yeah, that's it. The only difference is y'all have guns, we don't. You know what I mean? Like, we don't I'm sure some of them have guns. Anyway, this is just going on and on. The point is this. He was staying at the house that I was at. 
What? Yeah. What? Wait, was this after you or before you? After. Like, he's literally, he, <clears throat> I leave, he goes in. <clears throat> yeah. And then, oh, and then, I would love if if mm-hmm. if he would also be like, "Man, it's bullshit. I just had to clean the toilet." <laughs> no, what would be funny? <laughs> somebody like, wrecked it. No, what would be funny? Be like, "Man, motherfuckers, I was trying to do this Palm Springs puzzle, and some of them we had done like half of it." <laughs> yeah, so we already did. It's taken me all four <laughs> days to do it. Yeah, motherfucker, who comes in here and does someone else's puzzle? But he, seriously, like ten years from now. What do you think oh, Lil Xan's going to be up to? Ten years from now, what will Lil Xan be up to? He's going to And be... you can't say dead. No, no, like, no, no, we, no, 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 no. That's, that's a cop-out. That's just sad. That's a cop-out. Like, it's like, you know what? You're Because you're a lesbian, so you don't do this. But whenever there's a straight guy that I want to have sex with, I'll say, like, so how much would it cost for you to suck a dick? Right? And they're yeah. always like, $7 billion. I'm like, okay, no, come on. First off. Yeah, like the last thing I want to do is eat out a pussy. And if someone said like, oh, I'll give you 200 bucks and a dinner, I'll be like, all right, done. Spread them. Where am I doing this? Didn't you know? we have a conversation last time about something about $10,000? I forgot exactly what the gist of it was, but we agreed that we would let something happen for $10,000. Well, I don't know, but I know you can hear that on the Dragula recap show available to Patreon supporters. <laughs> uh, and it comes up this Wednesday. But, but I was going to say like, I think I said like ten million, and then you were like, "Yeah, ten thousand's fine." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I guess I." Yeah, I don't like. I don't like when people do that like seven billion dollars shit. It's stupid. I don't like it. I'm not a fan, and I won't put up with it. Anyway, when, when, when I was a kid, my parents, yeah. I used to ask my parents, "I go, how much money would you sell me for?" And uh, and you know, if they, my parents were like happy with me, they'd be like. There'd be no money in the world that I could sell you for. And if my mom was upset, she'd be like, I don't know, like (laughs) $100,000. Let me ask you a question. Did you ever have these fantasies of being adopted? Oh, I didn't tell you that? No. Oh, I used to get in trouble (laughs) because this is not so dumb now that I say it. But I used to get in trouble because I used to sleep with overalls on like mm-hmm. jean overalls on because yeah. i for some reason got in my head that i i was a i was kidnapped from a farm <laughs> and so i just assumed that like my family would come pick me up <coughs> and then i needed to be i needed to be farm ready yeah <laughs> so all i knew about farm life was that people wore overalls so it would just wear wear overalls but here's the deal did you want to live on a, a farm is hard work when you're a kid you no. didn't think it was hard work it was just like having a piece of hay in your mouth and like getting in crazy adventures with your friends no it would be my version of a farm which is like you know just like down sheets down down blankets and sun a lot of sunlight staying indoors crisp air all the milk you want to drink uh-huh. and no no work whatsoever <laughs> Anyway, let me just wrap this story up. They have a quote from a text that my friend sent Lil Xan. Uh, oh, sorry. Can I just do one thing real fast? Because yeah. you're gonna you're gonna understand. Haley, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. There's no e in my name. It's L A U R I. Oh, so let me, because everyone who's listening later, Lori's responding to someone in the chat room. I guess it spelled her name with an e. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, just, it's just a pet peeve of mine. Okay. So. Here we go. I know. I have to deal with it all the time. All right. The text me. He wrote, he, so he wrote to my friend. He said, after speaking with you, the city of Palm Springs, the police department, and Airbnb, we have decided it is best that your group vacate the home within the hour. 
Several, now that's hard. Let me tell you this. I only had like a bag and we couldn't get out in an hour. Several violations were broken. And after talking with the city and the police, it was apparent that your group had no intention of stopping the disruptive behavior. So, yeah, the place I was staying in, the, my friend in the news is Lil Zan kicked out. Uh, why don't you do your that's new story now, Lori? What's going on with you? What's going on in, what's going on in Anaheim, California, Orange County, California? That's insane. My girlfriend will like to, she likes to lie down before we like we will get ready to leave the hotel and she's like let's just lie down for a minute i'm like oh my god (laughs) we gotta go um so i didn't know which one i found two but i didn't know which one would be better so i'm just gonna go with the one i like more which is uh a wife claims she fatally stabbed husband after slipping on dog poop (laughs) (laughs) okay a Florida woman arrested on murder charges Wednesday claimed the fatal stabbing of her husband was an accident because she had slipped on dog feces. <laughs> the suspect, identified as Rachel Fidanian, 38, has given several inconsistent statements about what happened in the couple's home in Lakeland, Polk County uh-huh. on June 25th. The suspect made a lot of excuses, but none of them made sense, Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd said in a statement. Our detectives did a thorough investigation in the end that determined that this was an intentional act of domestic violence. In the initial 911 call, Fidanian said she was holding her dog while washing dishes that mm-hmm. then ran toward her husband, slipped, and stabbed her husband in his shoulder area, according to Fox. Then later in the call, she said she was holding the dog while slicing pizza and accidentally stabbed her husband when she tripped while walking toward him, according to detectives. When Polk County fire rescue officials arrived, Fidanian said she was slicing pizza, then noticed her dog had defecated and urinated in the living room. When she went to clean the mess, she slipped, still holding the knife, and fell into her husband, investigators said. But here, I don't but get... Detectives said they found no traces of feces or urine in the living room. Oh, that's, that's sloppy. Like at the least, husband, yeah. Bryant, uh, was transported to a local hospital and died. later died. But wait, from being stabbed in the shoulder? <sighs> Well, I guess it probably was like stabbed several times because that's what it's, it, it seems like he, she was stabbed. He stabbed her. She stabbed him several times. Oh. But the first initial one was the shoulder. That would be like really, but that's like super slippery, you know? Yeah. Like, like, because the initial time was in the shoulder. I'm like, how are you dying? Because usually when you die from, uh, from a stab wound, it's, um, you know, because you hit a vital organ. You're not hitting any vital organs in your shoulder. The only thing that could happen is um, that uh, you uh, – hold on. Uh, oh, it was a four-inch knife wound to the left of chest, to the left side of his chest, which cut through his second rib bone and se- severed the pulmonary artery. Oh, uh, Okay. So I guess I I got the initial one from the mm-hmm. uh, New York Magazine, but this one's from Daily Mail that I just pulled up. So this one seems to have more information. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Well, here's what I was trying to do here. Let me see if I can pull it up. Hold on. Oh, it's a nice house that they lived in. Yeah. I, I but I was imagining like okay, let's do this like uh. Hold on, let me pause this here. Okay. So, okay, so I'll be the husband, you be her, okay? And then when, okay. you, when you hear the sound effect, then you do the, the noises that go with it. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Okay. 
Honey? Yeah? Have you seen the remote control? <sighs> yeah, it's on the table, on I, the coffee table I, I where I put find, it last. I can't find it. Well, that's where I last saw well, it. I can't find so. it. I looked there. I looked there. I looked in the couch. I looked under the couch. Well, can you come over here and uh, what are you doing? I'm cutting pizza with a steak knife. <laughs> well, can you come over here and help me find this remote control? Uh, the 60 minutes is about to start. <sighs> All right. I'm hurrying over there. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Okay, what's going on with uh, your in your what's going on with your personal life, Lori? What did what did you do this morning? How did you spend your morning? I got up at five thirty in the morning. Why? To go get ham. For Christmas Eve, okay, and but I don't like. Five, but why at five thirty in the morning? Because the ham place is like crazy busy. So like, if I had waited till now, a line would be like. When I got there, there were already six people in line. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, couldn't you have picked up the ham at any other time? No, they open. You could only pick it up that day, I guess. Okay, and then. And also, well, also, I think it's like you don't want to leave it in the fridge, you Why know, not? like just randomly in the fridge for like however long. So you want to pick it up. You want to have it be day fresh. I don't know. Wait, wait, where did you, or where you did can you only get pick ham? it up that day. Where I don't, did you get this don't ham? Where'd you get this ham? At the ham store. I don't know the name of it. But you drove there. What do you mean you don't know the name? You were just there. Yeah, I, I was just told to by my aunt. I don't have specifics. Um, let me see. I can pull up her. Was it that, uh, what's the name of that ham company? That's, um, Oh, honey baked ham company. Oh yeah. Yeah. The That's honey baked ham company. And, but couldn't you pick it up on Sunday or Saturday? Like why today specific? Oh, cause you don't want it in the fridge for too long. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Did anything, did anything wacky happen, uh, while you're getting the ham? <clears throat> well, this, uh, this guy, this, so so they open at seven. Well, they yeah. technically open at seven, but they open at six thirty because yeah. there's already like a line mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. But I got there at like six ish, six oh five or whatever, mm-hmm. and there were already six people. And the people who were working there were like desperately trying to stay out of the window, although the window was like literally. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So and then this one guy kept trying to see what the line was like, mm-hmm. and so there's these like. There's this like table by the window that has like uh like several jars of mustard. So he would go up to the window to like act like he was counting the mustard mm-hmm. and like look over and he did it like five times to the point I was like, dude, we know that you know how many either you're dumb and you can't remember how much mustard is there. Yeah. And then uh uh the only other thing was like I tipped them because they have like tip jars. So I had like what? some ones in my wallet. So I took that out and I put it in the tip jar. But then like as soon as I did it, I was like, oh my God, I think I put a 20 in there. <gasps> did you really? No, luckily. Oh, oh. But the whole time I was just like, what do I do? Like, do I, cause like I wasn't, cause I was tired and I wasn't thinking, I was like, cause like, would it be rude if I reach my hand in the tip jar and just look? Cause it's like, as far as I'm concerned, there's, I can't, there's no way. I would just have to just accept the fact that I've just given them a $20 bill. 
you know mm-hmm. like i think my mom would be my mom this is why i like my mom my dad because they're better at this kind of stuff but for me i just i can't i can do certain things up to a point but i can't like re- if i accidentally gave somebody a t- 20 dollars, i can't go oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to give you that like no, 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 i would no, have no. to go I, like I all right that that's yours yeah yeah i understand the awkwardness um, um go ahead so but then i thought oh i can just look so i looked mm-hmm. through my wallet and i had my 20 dollars, my 20 dollar bill there so i was like oh thank god now, so. you might think that this story was pointless. I'm going to tell you, still better than most of the stories Mike Lawson tells in here. Even though I will say Mike Lawson, my usual co-host, he's been coming with some great personal stories. I feel sort of embarrassed lately. Really? Yeah. Now... And then the only other... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. What? You had another story? Well, yeah, I mean, the only other one... So, I have a question for you. So, yeah. I want to know if this is okay. Yeah. Because uh, this, so this happened. So my girl, so my girlfriend has a cat. Sure. And I'm allergic to cats. Okay. So we odd, don't. Odd that a lesbian is allergic to cats. I'm not going to go with the obvious. It is. Okay, yeah. It is crazy. Yeah. It's almost like I'm not a lesbian. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I don't stay over at her house. So, like, once a once. Do you every think she got the cat so that you wouldn't stay over at her house? Like she never had a cat, and she found out you're allergic to cats, and she got she got a cat so you wouldn't stay over. She, yeah, it was weird that when we first started dating, she was she was like, "Oh, I don't have a cat. I don't like cats." And then as soon as I told her I was allergic, she was like, "Oh, I have four. <laughs> well, let me ask you a legit question though, uh, and this might be some might say personal, some might not. When you're eating your girlfriend out, have you ever pulled the cat hair out or anything like that, or like no. But, no, but oddly ever... enough, she doesn't stick her cat up her <laughs> vagina. But let me add, but the but the, the cat hair gets on her body or in the clothes, right? Yeah, but she rolls out because she knows I'm allergic, so she has a rolling and she rolls out her oh, clothes. Okay. She's really careful about that kind of stuff. All right, go on. But uh, and I also never see the cat. She's always just like, "It's right there." Oh, you missed it. It's right there. Ah, oh, you missed it. Yeah. Oh, it's right there. And you're, where's the cat? You're like, oh, he's in Canada. My my dad used to when we were kids. My dad bought this really large fish tank because uh-huh. he liked the way it looked, uh-huh. but he didn't want to take care of fish, so okay. he just filled it with water. And then anytime somebody would come over and say, "Where's the fish?" He go, "Oh, you missed it. Oh, it's right there. Wait, oh, it's so do I." Your dad bought like, a fish tank. He liked the way fish tank. And did he decorate it with like usual fish tank? It came with it. It came oh, with it like rocks and like a sub a submarine man and. But just no, stuff, so. Lori, this is a very strange story. Yeah. Did you ever did. get fish for the fish tank? Eventually, but like we've had rocky issues with fish. Like all of our fish have committed suicide. <laughs> they haven't died. <laughs> They've committed suicide. Wait. Wait, first of all, fish are notoriously low maintenance. FYI. Yeah. Okay. And we've killed all of them. How? What's the most what give me one or two examples of how they committed suicide? Uh, so one time, so usually we had a, we had like a, uh, like a kind of a thing where it was like, anytime my dad changed, anytime we changed the fishbowl, they died. Mm-hmm. Like we, so we would just try and keep them in the fishbowl for us, for their own, like, you know, f- the or water for as long as possible. Cause we didn't know what we were doing. Cause we were like, we're changing the fishbowl, like they say, but they're dying. Mm-hmm. So then we found out that I guess the reason why they were dying was that we were doing it with fresh water, which fish, a lot of fish can't handle. Mm -hmm. So then my dad like got like this thing where you drop, put like a droplet in the water. It's supposed to help. But then I guess the first time we did it, he put it on the fish. (laughs) 
Wait, what? He put the droplet on the fish and it died instantly. <laughs> and so the second time we did it, mm-hmm. uh, the fish lived. And it. And what was crazy was we honestly didn't think this because we, we kept getting fish. And so the fish food, I don't know if you know, is, is expensive. Fish and food so, is expensive? Yeah, it was like te- it's like ten dollars or something for like a thing, and so my dad's like, I don't want to pay ten dollars. So if the fish lasts a month, because we were feeding it like oregano or something, what? So if the fish lasts te- uh, a month, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Uh, I'll buy ten dollars. I'll buy the the fish food. <laughs> so it lasted a month, and we changed its water, and we put the ointment in, and it was fine. And so it lasted like six months, like a ridiculously long time. Uh-huh. And so we were like, "This is insane! Like we're we're actually making keeping a fish alive. Like we would wake up every morning expecting the fish to die, like be dead, and it wasn't." So, <clears throat> um, do you live with the monsters? What what is this story you're telling me? So I so then my mom said, and my mom was like, she she was working late mm-hmm. at, in her in her office at home, okay, and she. She has. She went to the kitchen, and that's where we kept the fish, the fish bowl. She went to the kitchen to get some water, and she hears like a uh, like a squirting noise, like a, <laughs> okay. and she's like, "What the hell is that?" Because she doesn't have any lights on because it's late. So she turns the light on. The fish had jumped out of the bowl and onto the floor. So my mom picks it up, puts it back in the water, okay. and it's fine. The next day, it does the same exact thing and dies because nobody was there. <laughs> so we like literally attempted suicide twice. What is your family going to do for? Like, I'm very. What is it? What is the Rock and Camp family Christmas like? Well, we're <clears throat> we're doing these different because. Uh, so we usually have Christmas over at my aunt's house, Christmas mm-hmm. Eve over at my aunt's house, and we sing carols, and we have like potato salad and cold cuts, mm-hmm. um, like ham, roast beef, stuff like that. Yeah. And then we go over to my mom's house in the morning mm-hmm. on Christmas Day, and we have like breakfast foods, and we eat. Or like eggs and stuff and uh, um, cinnamon rolls, mm-hmm. and we open gifts, and then we all have a lie down. <laughs> we we all have a nap okay. for uh, for a couple hours, and then we go to the movies. And then my aunt makes lasagna, and my mom makes soup, and so then we have that. Wait, and soup Christmas. and lasagna? Well, it's for either or. Okay. My uncle like my brother <clears throat> loves my mom's soup. Mm-hmm. So my mom makes just a crap ton of soup when he's here. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my brother will just eat primarily that. And so does uh, my cousin Dustin, who lives with my parents now. Um, <clears throat> but um, This is the whitest uh, Christmas I've ever heard in my entire life. Thank you. Um, Mine will just be very Mexican. It'll be fighting, and then we open gifts. And then in the morning we go to my brother's house. My fam- There's a whole thing with my family because, especially since my brother had kids, my parents are very competitive with my brother's in-laws, right? So my, oh, mom, yeah. my mom has insisted that she gets Christmas Eve. So my brother and the girls come over and spend Christmas Eve here, okay? 
Okay. And then the, my parents have a crap ton of gifts for the girls. And then we open our gifts on Christmas Eve. But then my parents, ugh, they're so fucking competitive and gross. They keep three gifts for the girls each hidden. And then they take them. Because my brother does a Christmas breakfast in the morning. And oh, that's okay. when their other grandparents get to give them their gifts. My parents bring gifts over there. So my parents, my, the girls have gifts to open from them. <laughs> So it's just it, the the girl. I just got the girls one gift. My brother, my brother and his wife can't stand it. They they literally hate it. But there's nothing you can do to stop it. It's a horrible train wreck of a Christmas. And it's just and it's just and my mom. Okay, there are gonna be five of us here, Lori. Five yeah. people. No, wait, let me see. The girls, my brother Danielle, like seven, and then my mom's brother's coming. So eight or nine people, right? Will be here. Yeah. My mom bought a ten pound prime rib roast. Uh-huh. And a full ham. Um, because she my mom, I may be growing up poor and Mexican or whatever, has this very and she's had I've, I've gotten a fight about this with her the other day. She's seen these Norman Rockwell paintings of what Christmas is supposed to be like, and that's what she uh, wants yeah. every fucking year, where there's this like Mike, that, that's enough food for like literally thirty people. That yeah. is food for thirty people. There are gonna maybe be eight people here. <coughs> Well, it's all about the leftovers. <clears throat> don't I don't want to get into that. What happened with Thanksgiving, where my pa- I had I made a full turkey, and my parents didn't eat any of it because they don't eat turkey. What? Yeah. Well, why did you make turkey then? I I didn't want to make turkey. They said you have to have turkey on Thanksgiving. What? I, yeah, I can't. did. You all just stare at it. <laughs> I ate it. I eat turkey. Oh okay, but I didn't want. But I could have gone with. We I had ugh, we had two Thanksgivings. We went to one, and I can't, I can't, Laura, I can't talk about the story. It gets me. So I had angry. two Thanksgivings too. That was a lot. I thought I actually was excited, and then I was like, "That's a lot." You know what it's like? It's like because I think like Thanksgiving is like a fat person's like Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like we we I'm got not gonna this. lie. The Super Bowl is also a fat person Super Bowl. That's true. I, yeah, I it's, love it's it. becoming yeah. that though. Yeah, yeah. I love the Super Bowl because then I'm like. uh uh, oh, I love Super Bowl. Yeah, because it's all appetizers and snack food. That's my that's my go to yeah. jam. Just like nachos and like pizza pocket. Not pizza pocket. What are those little pizza things? Hot pockets? No, no, no. Oh, Tostinos. Yeah, like those Tostino pizza rolls and like. Oh, see, my parents go out. They get El Pollo Loco, mm-hmm. and then we always have like a like a people bring food. So mm-hmm. it's just cra- like deviled eggs. Oh, I love me some deviled eggs. But I never watched the game. No. I can't. I I work for the NFL, and you I can't. I, oh, I just right. I block it out. I can't do it. Yeah, I think it's from growing up with my brother and my dad, who like sucked the joy of football out of me because mm-hmm. it was like I could watch a game fine, mm-hmm. but my brother and my dad had to rewind and analyze every frame mm-hmm. of the goddamn game <laughs> for oh, like really? seven no, hours. No, yeah, yeah. To where I just learned to block it out. To where now, when I when I work at NFL and I have to watch a game, I just I can't focus. I just I zone in and out, and it's just because it's years of decades of training of blocking out football games. Here's what I don't get: is I uh, I'll tell people will ask me what I do. I'm like, oh, I do this recap show for RuPaul's Drag Race, and like, you watch RuPaul's Drag Race? Like, what's those would be straight guys, right? Yeah. Like, what's the big deal about RuPaul's Drag? Like, what? Just, okay, weird. Right? I went with a straight friend, Adam Vaught, to get a beer last night. The game was on behind me. He was not even paying attention to me. He was staring at the game. 
Anytime there's a yeah. game on, they just stare at the game. By the way, and it's it, in fact we didn't hang out till the evening because he went he went to a friend's house earlier that day and went from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. watching football. Then hung out with me and was watching football behind me as I was talking. Right? Yeah. But I watch a, one show for 90 minutes a week. Granted, I do do five shows about that one show, but uh, I do one show a week. I mean, I watch this one show a week and I'm like, oh, okay, obsessed. Well, I, I like MMA. Like, I will say I'm a passable fan for UFC and MMA. Wouldn't you agree that MMA is very, and UFC are very gay? <clears throat> oh, but that's, see, that's the thing. Is like, I, I, I was going to get it, but I, uh, I don't I, I don't know half the stats that most people do. Like anytime I miss I say I'm a fan of UFC, they're like, Oh, what do you think about so and so? He's a newcomer coming up and he just you know and I'm like, I have no idea who the fuck that is. Like mm-hmm. was he on Ultimate Fighter? Then mm-hmm. probably not. I don't know him. But I fell backwards into it because I started watching the Ultimate Fighter, which is this reality show, which is hilarious. Because mm-hmm. it's literally grown men roided out in a house together crying all the time oh they cry oh they are so emotional and they literally like once once one episode one season this one guy was like i'm not you're a fucking faggot and the other guy was like i'm not a faggot you're a faggot and then they literally fight each other in the in the show because at the end of every episode they have like a fight to see who moves on in the competition uh-huh. so they fought in the competition and they were both jujitsu uh fighters so they're both like wrestling each other and they're i'm not joking they literally were like nose to nuts yeah the entire time they were doing it and it's like you guys realize that that is the gayest thing ever like you are literally rubbing your head in that man's crotch no 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 let me tell and you a second ago you were calling him a faggot two like, things two, and they two. wear the skinniest oh yeah tightest shorts two things i'm gonna say one i've watched these in passing i never watched a full match but i watched it in passing like and it's literally guys in the missionary position, like, rolling around on the floor, right? Yeah. Two, I've seen, because there's uh, constantly on some gay porn sites, it'll come up, like, a gif of, like, I have this one of this guy so fucking hot, and he's just won a match, and he, he like, putting his arms up above his head because he won, and he's so rock-hard erect, right? And I've seen many of these where, like, yeah, they wear those little tight pants, and they're, they've just won, and they are so erect and so hard. And I'm like, they just had gay sex. And I think yeah. it's it's just Sans a way Petrish. it's just a way for straight men to like have plausible deniability. Like, Babe, I'm not. I just watch. This is sports. They're fighting. Well, I think that's just how men are able to get. That's why they love it so much. Is it's how men are able to get away with idolizing the male figure. Yes. you know, it's like because like I I transcribe uh, NFL like uh, videos and stuff, so I watch a lot of like interviews and stuff. And there's this old white man interviewing a football player, and he's mm-hmm. like, "How's your body? Is your body good? Is it tight? Is it good?" It's like, what? Like in in any other conversation in life, that would be considered weird. But yeah. everybody's just like, "Yeah, that's a normal conversation to have with a uh, between two men." <laughs> And it's like, so I honestly think that's that's how they've rationalized it, is it's not gay because it's sport-based. Mm-hmm. So they can idolize the male figure, which is like, that's not a gay thing. Like, you can say a man is hot and not be gay. Yeah. Like, I don't like, I don't, I'm not, I'm gay. I don't find men generally attractive, but there are Except some beautiful me. men out there. Except for me. 
Oh yeah, obviously. You told I mean, me the other I, day I go down you, on you in a second. Exactly. You said the other day if I had a vagina, you would go down on me. Remember yeah. that? We I was if I was at a bar and I showed up and I had a vagina, you'd be into it. Go ahead. Would you be like? Would you be wearing a kilt mm-hmm. and just be like? Yeah. How would you prove to me that you had a vagina? Look at my simp. What? You don't know what a simp is? No, what's a simp? Some sort of slang that I guess the vagina looks like uh, some sort of Homer Simpson, like a Simpsons face or something. I don't know. I've never heard that before. I'm gonna, let me see. Look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. Maybe Urban Dictionary has a better definition. Because I'm not uh, Urban Dictionary simp. Oh. What I was going to say about Thanksgiving, having two Thanksgivings for us. Mm-hmm. Is it's like basically telling somebody like, hey, ha- here's a bunch of heroin. Mm-hmm. Like, do heroin. And they're like, oh, that's great. This heroin's so great. Thank you. And then, like, they're like, okay, you liked all that heroin. Yeah. Now, do here's a bunch more heroin. <laughs> <clears throat> and if you don't do this heroin, you're going to seem rude. All right, here we go. It's This is from the Reddit uh, um, subreddit Sips. A simp or a Simpson or Homer or Homer Simpson is a vagina that looks like Homer Simpson's mouth, also known as an innie, a slit, a perfect slit. This is the most, by the way, vaginas ever talked about in the show. This board is dedicated to celebrating simps found in the wild. Huh. Because they look like Homer Simpson's mouth. The end. Thank you. That's interesting. I've never thought of it that way. Do, do uh, have top have bottoms? you seen young photos of Jason Momoa? Uh, I don't. I I like old photos of Jason Momoa. I like it. why? Because I I have a very and this is just somebody who's not holy straight. shit. Oh my god! I mean, he's hot now, but I didn't. Oh my Jesus! You think he was hot? I don't find him attractive before. Oh my god! No, he is fucking gorgeous. I think he kind of looks like a little cross-eyed no oh my goodness i didn't realize he was that fucking hot when he was 20 holy shite you didn't think somebody who was hot then is hot now but he but he looks different it's like a different kind of hot like he's aged into a different person oh my goodness oh my god thank you for showing me that laurie he is Holy shit. Oh. I mean, everyone who's listening should look that up. Oh, my God. I don't want to have to do a podcast with you with a boner. <laughs> it's too late. That's fact, the Emma, one. Here we go. Watch. Oh, are you going to ASMR your boner? I did, I'm tapping it right now. Oh, ooh, shit. Be I careful. Like, you, no, I was using a cup of water to, to simulate my penis, uh, and it spilled all over the place. Oh, God. All right. It's good. But it didn't hit any electronics. You know, on that note, Lori, what do you have going on next week? What's going? On, what does the next week look like for you after Christmas? Uh, after Christmas, oh, I have uh, uh, two stand-up shows. I'm well, two shows I'm co-hosting. The first one is uh, Thursday, uh, December twenty seventh at Oino Vino, which is in Los Angeles. It's a wine bar off of uh, Glendale Boulevard. It is a really fun show that I co-host with my uh, friend Colin Hughes. Mm-hmm. And we do it uh, the second and fourth Thursday of every month. It's uh, with filled with some great comedians. And so we're trying to make it into like a really fun thing. It's our second outing 
but we're trying to like you know uh, make it fun and for the audience and for the comedians mm-hmm. and then the second show is a show at the pack theater at 9 p.m oh the uh the oino vino one is uh called beautiful babies and it's at 8 p.m on thursday and the second show is at 9 p.m on friday the 28th and that is at the pack theater and it's called resolutions and that's where we have uh comedians who don't necessarily haven't done some like they might do one track like i i primarily do stand up so they might try something else that they've wanted to do like we have a lot of we have a couple of improvisers who've never done stand up who want to try stand up before the year's end so they're going to be doing stand up so it's just basically we have a stand up comedian who's trying out a character uh we have one uh another uh sketch comedian who's doing a a completely solo improvised performance so it'll be fun it'll be a fun thing to see um you know people trying out new things and stuff so in all the years that i've done catching up no one has ever actually done a plug they're usually just like oh i'm gonna go to the dentist and uh then i'm gonna get my car washed oh yeah well i'm also gonna get my car washed and then i have to study for the c-set what's the c-set the c-set is what you have to take in order to get into the credential program for cal state fullerton it's also what you have to take in order to become a teacher i guess you want to be one of the tests what you want to be a teacher yeah i've been studying for like almost half a year now i've been in the uh pro the cal state fullerton program and i work as a special ed aide i've been doing uh uh but i'm going back to school to get a special education credential so i'm gonna tell you laurie uh what do i have going on this week i just have work like it's just rupaul's drag race and that's cause you know podcasting is my job now so it's weird to say Great. that like i have to work on rupaul's drag race recap and uh all the ancillary shows that come with it um other than that you know the, the week between christmas and new year's to be honest very little i mean there's gonna be work uh, but uh, but it's a lot of like socializing and seeing people you haven't seen and who's in town, who's not in town. So there's probably there's probably gonna be a ton of stories when we do the show next week, Lori. Next week with um my one of my co-hosts on RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, Taylor the Latte Boy, will be sitting in the very chair that you're sitting in uh, here on Catching Up. So make sure and join us well, next. I'm laying in bed. Yeah, so. next Monday live on Mixer.com/slash/DragRaceRecap when Taylor the Latte Boy. From Pod is my co-pilot. We'll be sitting in for Mike Lawson. It's going to be a fun time. Oh, can I plug? Sorry, can I plug one more thing? Sure. Okay. Or sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, actually, it's two. So I have a my Bloody Mary podcast with Marie and Lori. We have new episodes. Oh, you do? Uh, yeah. So we. You know, we I'm on the work. one. Everyone, I'm on the one about uh, Sonia the Golden Hand. If you want to hear me yes. and Lori, with Sonia the Golden Hand, I'm on, I'm on that one. Yeah, so the we have highest, new episodes. Highest and... downloaded episode ever, correct? What? The highest downloaded episode ever, correct? Uh, I th- think so. I think something might have beaten it out, but I might maybe like one. Oh. But I don't. I think it might. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, it was the highest uh, day of. I think you had like a hundred the day of, which has never happened to us before. Um, God, I would weep. But um. What I was going to say was, so we have uh, new episodes out right now. 
we also are going full force. So we're going to have a new website and stuff. And then also my girlfriend and I are doing coming out in 2019. We're doing a podcast that it's her idea. It's called queering time and space. And it's going to be a podcast about like queer history and, um, through time and space. Wait, hold on. How many podcasts are you going to be doing? Cause you're doing with me where we're doing, we losing weight. Yep. Doing that, doing Dragula, doing bloody Mary, (laughs) doing the other one. Um, uh-huh. and then, uh, I think my friend Colin and I are going to be doing a podcast. The, so a horrible top five you were doing before. No, no I actually no. never listened to one episode. I don't know if it's good or not. It wasn't great. Oh. Um, although I will say that it, it was one of those things where we, we just started learning how to like what podcasts were. And so we were like figuring it out and we were like, what, whatever we're going to do, we're not going to edit it. So we just put it up no matter what. And it'd be like, some of them would be like two hours. Some would be like three hours they're awful if you ever want to just like go listen to just a bunch of hubris mm-hmm. uh listen to those but um now when i actually edit them i'm like oh i wish i had the bravado that i had before of not editing because now i'm like constantly like should i leave that in there should i do this oh, i yeah. don't know if that's funny should i <laughs> just like, ugh. we were so. the opposite i used to edit i used to make four hours to edit this one show and now I'm just like, mm. but Mike and I already have it down to a science. I'll have to edit this one, everyone listening. But um, yeah, well, this one is yeah. a shit show. Yeah. Uh, no, but no, I, I. But see, that's the thing is, I think that we don't necessarily have it down to a science yet, so that's why I have to edit. Also, I feel like when I breathe, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it sounds like I'm gasping for air. So yeah. when I listen to the the podcast back, I'm always like, it always seems like I'm like, hey, so thank you for doing the podcast. <gasps> <laughs> like, oh yeah 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 just like, what? i i dealt with no, all that do i stuff. just never breathe yeah I like, dealt with all that stuff. oh my god I was like, <gasps> and yeah yeah you're right and you start to notice all those things yeah it's gross all right Lori. well it was nice catching up with you it was nice catching up with you too all right oh we're done okay for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. Oh, the irony.